0: I'm a five-time bodybuilding world champion. I've walked the walk and talked the talk. 10 exercises for the rest of your life. What would they be? A bodyweight exercise, which I love doing. Could save your life one day. You're gonna build immense amount of strength. Staples in terms
1: of foods, to lose that next 20, 30 pounds.
0: I eat the same thing every
1: single day. So I'll have- All right, welcome to the next episode of the Elite Health Podcast. We are joined by Wally. Wally's a five-time world champion very good friend met at the business mastermind and super happy to have you on here so why give yourself an introduction i can't do you justice
0: here <laughs> Asri. it's a pleasure shall i say sorry dr asri it's a pleasure to be on the podcast uh, my name is wally addison way i live in london united kingdom i'm a five-time bodybuilding world champion i'm a london firefighter for the past 24 years i've traveled the world and lived with some of the toughest tribes on the planet, in my TV show, Last Man Standing, back in 2008, 2009. Winner of that, a business owner, son, a brother. You know, i got a a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girlfriend. Uh, What else can I say? I can't say anymore. I feel like I'm just... You know, I'm, I'm beating my own drums. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Endless <laughs> list.
1: Overly qualified yeah, man in all areas. Yeah, I don't area. know what to say.
0: I'm, I'm shy now. <laughs>
1: uh, I love that. I love that. So in case you couldn't tell, Wally is in absolutely incredible shape. So that's, of course, one of the biggest achievements in terms of personal development, I feel, for most people. So Wally, let's cut straight to it. If you could do 10 exercises for the rest of your life, what would
0: they be? Oh, that, that is such a hard question, but I have to start off with deadlifts. Deadlift to me, daddy of all exercises that will help you build total body strength. So the top of my list will be deadlifts. You're not gonna build immense amount of muscle, but you're gonna build immense amount of strength with deadlifts. So deadlifts will be at the top of my list. Second will be barbell squats, why? Squats to me is a fundamental exercise and a very functional exercise that we do on a day-to-day basis without realizing. So functionality to me is very important. You know, when we stand up from a seating position, it's a squatting, when we sit down, we're squatting. I'll definitely, definitely, definitely have squats in there. Moving on, barbell bench press. Again, a great exercise to build upper body strength. That'll be my third exercise that I will select. Then I'll move on to a bodyweight exercise, which I love doing, which will be pull-ups. Pull-ups for me, is, it's a great exercise. The, the ability to be able to pull your own body weight, it's fantastic. My fifth exercise that I'll move on to will be dips. Dips, why? Again, your own body weight. You're able to move your own body weight. I love when I see bodybuilders that can actually move their own body weight in such a way that you don't see many people being able to do that. And those sort of two exercises that I mentioned with the pull-ups and dips could save your life one day. You know Not that you could be hanging at the end of a cliff, thinking, "Oh my God, I've got to pull myself up." but you know that sort of analogy that I give that when you're hanging on a, a edge of a cliff, can you actually pull your own body weight up to save your life? So that will be my, my five exercises so far. then I'll move on. For me, I love barbell military press. You want to have that ability to push something above your head. Really good, for, again, for upper body strength. That would be my sixth exercise. And I always have a phrase, life is too short to have small arms. So I've got to have a couple of arm exercises in there. So it's got to be Barbell kel. I love doing Barbell kel. Again, I love doing anything that's going to hit my the front of my arms because guess what, when you're wearing a t-shirt, what did the lady see first, your arms? So gotta throw a little bit of arm workout in there. So would definitely be barbell curl. Then moving on, of course, gotta hit the triceps. Triceps, why do I love hitting the triceps? I love hitting the triceps again because life's too short to have small arms. One of my favorite exercises to do for triceps, this is my seventh exercise, will be a overhead cable extension. Again, that constant tension that you have to work the long head of the triceps to hit that muscle fiber. It just makes your arms look so much bigger. The tricep muscle as a whole is the biggest, biggest muscle in the arm. It's bigger than the biceps because, again, the biceps has two heads, the triceps has three heads. So that will be my seventh. Now I'm moving on. I love any form of dynamic exercise. So a walking lunge of some form, I gotta throw that in there. So that would be, again, that would be my eighth exercise a, a dumbbell or a barbell walking lunge. Then, when it comes to another exercise that you can do for me, I love doing bent over rows. Any form of bent over rows, you could do. You could do any form of pendulum pendulum rows. You could do traditional bent over rows. For me, again, great exercise to build upper body strength. And the final exercise that I love to incorporate. It's A little bit of an ab exercise again, everyone's six packs. The abs are made in the kitchen, realistically, but you know, hanging leg raises for me is a great exercise. A lot of people do this exercise incorrectly, and that would be my top 10 exercise that I would like to incorporate if I can only do 10 exercise for the rest of my life.
1: Love that very, very complete <laughs> list. Today. Yeah, that's really gonna cover all bases from what I'm hearing. Yeah, let's say while I had a few years off, put on. 20, 30 extra pounds, right? And you're going back into a fat loss phase what would the staples in terms of foods look like in your diet to lose that next 20, 30 pounds?
0: A lot of people make nutrition very complex and complicated. Simplify things by looking at what do you like to have for breakfast? Are you the sort of person that you're in a rush in the morning and you want to get out the door? Can you have a protein smoothie in the morning for breakfast? So I'll have like a very staple breakfast. I eat the same thing every single day for breakfast. That's Oatmeal, which is porridge, and eggs every single day. That's all I have. Every single day, that's what I have for breakfast. And then when it comes to lunch, or I say meal two, I have four to five options for protein. That could be some form of a lean meat, like maybe chicken, turkey. Then I have some form of fish, which could be like either cod or salmon. And then I may add some steak into that. So I have five options for protein for that meal too. And then for carbohydrates, I'll have again, five options. It could be like sweet potato, white rice, white potatoes. Um, Sometimes I like having pasta, I'll chuck pasta in there. And I love wraps, so I've got to have some wraps in there for carbohydrates. Again, when it comes to vegetables, again, I like salads, I like asparagus, I like green beans, I like uh, broccoli. So I'll give myself those options and I'll just cycle those meals throughout the day. So again, an example of my day, meal one may look like eggs and oats for breakfast. Then meal two may look like chicken, sweet potato and broccoli. Meal three may look like cod, a salad and white rice. And then meal four, again, may look like I might have some salmon, um, white potato and some long stem broccoli. And then meal five, I may have a steak. I love a good steak. So I may have steak for dinner with a, with a salad or something. You know, I kind of, consume my carbs at an early stage of the day and my final meal of the day, it's normally just protein and vegetables or proteins and salads. So the simpler you keep your nutrition, the better it will be. And then when it comes to exercise, again, if I had to go look at my exercise programming, I'll look at, okay, what's the most efficient way for me to train? Like if I had limitations on days that I can train, um, I'll probably do like a push-pull split you know push pull leg split which i love you cover all of the angles you may do on a push day you'll do your chest your shoulders triceps and then on a the pull day you might do your uh, back and biceps and then on a the leg day you hit the, the legs it is that simple you know if you're limited to only 3 sessions a week that's what i would do and then for cardiovascular low intensity steady state cardio for me this is what i found has worked well for me in the in the past so i'll go back to doing that maybe 20 minutes on the stairmaster or 20 minutes on a cross trainer, 20 minutes incline walk, and I'll make sure I'm in a caloric deficit. Again, caloric deficit, meaning that burning more calories that I'm consuming. I repeat, caloric deficit just means that you're burning more calories that you're consuming. So if your daily expenditure is at 3,000, you want to be consuming around 2,500, and I'll slowly reduce those calories as I go along. Because a lot of people... They go straight away into a low-calorie diet, and they can't stick to it. Why? Because it's too hard. Start high and reduce your calories by 200 calories every single couple of weeks till you get to a manageable percentage, and that body fat will come up slowly.
1: Very, very well said. And I think you touched on a few points there that are super key that most people skip on. So first thing is actually optimizing around your schedule and convenience. One thing that people struggle to, from what I've seen with clients, is actually sticking to something around their busy work life and their schedule. So, you know, what, what I eats may not be what's right for you. What one person eats isn't necessarily what you should be eating. You know, but not everyone does, though, that what you're eating is very much optimized around digestion as well, what actually sits in your stomach well, right? So do you want to elaborate a bit more on that?
0: Yeah, so, like, for example, you know, one of the things that I can elaborate on, I found that when I was eating sweet potato, glycogen levels was really high and then dropping really low, you know, eat sweet potato with my say for example with protein and vegetables I will eat rice for example rice keeps me fuller for longer and the volume of food that you eat as well I love having salads and vegetables because at the end of the day they'll add volume to your actual meal and keep you fuller for longer a lot of people they want to eat high quantities of food without really putting effort in to burn that food off it's like you're putting fuel in your body, but you're not burning it off. So that's why it becomes difficult. So by adding salad into your meal, by adding more vegetables, I always say to my clients, you have unlimited supply of vegetables that you can eat. Mm-hmm. How much vegetable can one can actually eat? Not much. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, okay, give me 500 grams of broccoli on my plate. I'm going to struggle to finish that. I think you should split your meals up so you're eating maybe every three to four hours. I'll say four hours is the maximum I'll go about consuming something. But three to four hours is, the, is what I always say is a sweet spot for, uh, for clients and for myself. And a lot of the things that I implement with our clients are things that I've done myself. So I've walked the walk and talked the talk and that's why I'm able to be able to do it. I think
1: the biggest thing here that you mentioned is how we can actually make a calorie deficit easy to stick to. Exactly. One big thing being satiety, how full do these foods actually make you feel? So you're not getting cravings and binging at night and telling yourself, you know, I've fallen off again and again and again. Because if you're putting yourself in a position where you are set up to failure, that means there's something going wrong in the back end in the first place. Right. And then they put it down to consistency, motivation, not being able to stick to it when what they actually did was try keto, cut every single food out that they could exactly. eat. Exactly. <laughs> don't get me started on keto. Oh, gosh, yeah. An intimate
0: fasting, you um, know,
1: <laughs> don't get me started. Let's go for paleo, carnivore, every fad diet with a fancy name behind it and say that's the reason why I lost fat when it was actually put yourself at a caloric deficit, even if it was a small period of time. main thing here, I guess, is how we can actually sustainably lose fat without Restrictive diet without you know endless cardio, having to you know, force yourself into burning five thousand calories, right? How have you made that work for you around you know you have a business, you have your day to day work life as well? How have you made that easy for yourself?
0: That's a great question. I think you know that's quite simple for me to answer because the failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Me, myself, and I, I make bad decisions when I'm hungry. I just want to fill the hole like most people. I'm human. So preparation is what I've really, really helped me to sustain it. When I have a busy schedule and I'm not able to cook for myself, I use a food prep company. You know, that really helps me to stay on track and make sure I'm getting my calorie intake in on a day-to-day basis. So I use a food prep company to help me get myself put together, make sure my, my foods are all prepared. So all I've got to do is put it in the microwave, heat it up and eat it. Then I can't make the mistakes. It's impossible to fail when I'm prepared. So preparation
1: is key. A big big factor that does play into all areas of life and clearly you have made some serious progress in your life and of course with all the information that you've imparted on us i really do respect your journey so far in terms of your winning mindset podcast that you should watch we've just wrapped, <laughs> we've just wrapped one up together and of course your personal journey is very very inspiring so where can they find you boy?
0: So, you know, my Instagram is just me, Wale Addisamoye. It's W-O-L-E Addisamoye, A-D-E-S-E-M-O-Y-E. On Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, the formerly known as X. And of course, on YouTube, it's just my name, Wale Addisamoye, across the social media platform.
1: Awesome. The links will be available for you. So thank you so much for joining us. Very much appreciate your time, Wale. Amazing. Thank you very much.